Good evening. And now, the Inspirational Quarterly. Hello and welcome to the Inspirational Quarterly, uh, a podcast where for more than a year we have been reading a book by Keith R.A. DeCandido uh, called Starcraft Ghost Nova. Um, and I do this every week with Davey Whedon. Hi, Davey. It's me. I'm Davey, and I am also part of the Inspirational Quarterly, a podcast dedicated to reading the 2006 novel Starcraft Ghost Nova. Hello, Kara. Hi, <laughs> and I am Kara Ellison, and I am always stoked to be back here looking at the most ridiculous novel of all time. Um, and, and I'm Davey Reedon. You are and Davey joining Reedon. Me, and, and joining me today is Kara Ellison, who is my co-host on this podcast, The Inspirational <laughs> Quarterly. Hello, Kara. Hello, uh, it's me again. <laughs> this intro is really... This this intro is really no less nonsensical than any of the normal conversations we have on this podcast. No, and uh, today we have a particularly uh, nonsensical podcast for you. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested. I wanted to do kind of something different uh, today. And if this doesn't, to be clear, if this doesn't work out and we're not into it, we'll just we'll read the book. Um, but I I I've been looking a little bit into. Um, generative AI. And uh, I played around a little bit with a website called novelai.net, which um, essentially is just a uh, storytelling, a text storytelling AI model that um, generates new story for you as you put inputs into it. And um, I thought it would be interesting to feed this AI the story of Malcolm Kalerchian looking for Nova and see whether or not AI Malcolm is able to find Nova faster than book Malcolm was able to. Um, because book Malcolm took a, a while. He, he took a little while to get the job done. Um, and I'm curious, I'm curious what it, how it, how an AI would approach this. If there's, if there is something that, that uh, Book Malcolm could learn from AI Malcolm about detective work or something that he should have done sooner, you know, to, to cut the six month um, investigation time down. Um, <laughs> yeah, because so, he, he so far hasn't done a particularly good job, so. Well, the job is done now, right? Like we're like he's 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 completed. This is a retrospective thing. This is let's think of it this way, okay? Malcolm, all right. Let's think of it this way. Malcolm finishes his mission. It took him six months and whatever, but they finally got Nova. And then he gets back to the TPF, and his boss is like, "All right, Malcolm, we're gonna hit the uh, we're gonna hit the simulators, the VR simulators, right? They're gonna go down to the VRcade. Was that what it was called? Yeah, I remember yeah. the." The point where 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 they're also playing breeding the queen, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so they're going to go down to the AI simulators, and they're like, "All right, Malcolm. At the end of every uh, cops investigation, we we put them through an AI simulation to find out if there were other uh, uh, ways that you could have improved on your your methodology as a cop, right? Yeah. Is there some is there something you could have done better?" to, to uh, you know, in this particular case of looking for Nova. And if so, then that's just, you know, information for you to use for the future, right? 
Um, so let's think of it that way. How, how does that sound, Carol? That sounds good. I, I, I'm excited to find out whether AI Malcolm is better at his job or not. That who, real yeah, who, okay, let's, who do you think, let, let's take bets. Who do you think is going to be better at their job? I definitely think AI Malcolm is going to be better at his job. I strongly, I strongly think AI Malcolm will be better. Mostly just because all the AI Malcolm has to do is anything. Yeah, like he has to just ask one person. He has to make any progress. (laughs) Yeah, like all he has to do is ask one person. And of course... Of course, at the end of this AI review, at the end of this AI uh, simulation, the the you know the the police chief will be like, "Well, Malcolm, there was your mistake. Was you didn't do anything?" Uh, yeah, what I, that's what I'm that's what I'm expecting. The outcome will be <laughs> okay. I'm just imagine a Scooby Doo. Um, where? But can you okay? But can you imagine if at the end of every Scooby Doo, every episode of Scooby Doo, they got into a VR simulator that simulated their their crime scene to see ways in which they could have improved? Like, yeah, we're actually we're actually noticing a lot of situations in which Shaggy and Scooby distinctly threw the gang wildly off of uh, their intended task. Well, so maybe next time do something. The whole about thing that. is like. I guess like Scooby and Shaggy just like go find snacks and really don't do anything else, which is actually similar to what Malcolm has done. (laughs) (laughs) So, so in this situation, like Larry is Fred and, and uh, what's, what are their names? Velma. I forget all the other ones. Uh, The other Velma. Yeah. Velma, Fred, Daphne. Daphne, yeah. Raffney. So Larry is all of them. Yeah. Larry is all of them combined. Basically, basically yeah. That's what we're saying. Okay. <laughs> Malcolm, Scooby-Doo, and Shaggy. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So uh, the te- here's the text that I'm putting into the machine. And we're going to start with this, and then we're going to ask the, mas- the machine to start generating. And as the machine generates... Uh, we can actually stop and change things. We can rewind to certain places. We can also insert our own text into it. But here's the starting story. And um, I'm, I've, I've instructed it to use a military sci-fi theme for this. Malcolm Kalerchian was a cop for the Tarsanus police force, and he was the best cop on the whole squad. While the other cops took bribes and slacked off, Malcolm was getting his hands dirty. He had a no-nonsense approach to law enforcement and a permanent scowl on his face. Malcolm was also slightly telepathic, which he used to unearth clues to solve cases. He's slightly telepathic. He is slightly telepathic. But like the term slightly telepathic is really funny. I don't know why. It's like, oh, you know, just a little bit telepathic, but not like a if, lot. <laughs> if the other if the other telepaths are moving things by a decimeter, then Malcolm can move move things by a like a like a nanometer? What's smaller than a decimeter? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't na- know. Nanometer is probably right. Micrometer. Right. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike Malcolm's a real micrometer cop. 
Um, but very recently, Malcolm had been transferred to work for the Ghost Academy. The Ghost Academy needed his help to solve one of the toughest cases they'd ever had. They needed to find Nova Terra, a child of the wealthy Terra family. Nova had gone missing when a bomb went off inside her family home. Nova was also an incredibly powerful telepath, one of the strongest telepaths alive, and the Ghost Academy wanted to train her to fight aliens. What Malcolm didn't know was that Nova had been taken hostage by the crime lord named Fagin. Fagin was a sadistic drug lord who had forced Nova to work for him as a soldier, killing his enemies using her telepathic powers. Now he was keeping her in his secret crime hideout. Of course, Malcolm didn't know this yet. All he knew was that he needed to find Nova at any cost. He would do whatever it took even if it meant taking the law into his own hands. There was no time to lose. Nova was needed as soon as possible in the fight against the aliens, so Malcolm had to hurry and find her as quickly as possible. This would be the case that defined his career. In order to find Nova, Malcolm decided to... And now here we go, and we will leave, we will leave it in the machine's hands. Okay. Go. Go, machine. Let's go. Tell us your story. Malcolm decided to go back to where she grew up, her family house. He would start there and see what he could find out about her. Malcolm got into his police car and drove to the crime scene. It had been a few days since the incident, but the crime scene still looked pretty much the same. Okay, so since the bomb, this is like all dead did, did bodies, not... like lying around. It is, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> like for a day. What? Blood stain. Okay, blood stains were everywhere, along with the occasional piece of bone or flesh. Hell yeah, gross. Love it. I, that is. Did, did Malcolm? Okay, did Malcolm ever go back to to the scene? He went. He went. He arrives there in the beginning. Remember? Yeah. And then that's where he talks to Jack. Yeah. yeah. And he's right. like, "Oh, right. it seems like the work of a telepath or whatever." And you're like, "How do you know?" but it's because he's slightly telepathic. Oh, that was back in the day when we thought that Malcolm knew everything instantly without doing any work. Exactly. Right. Do do you think he spent all of his telepath points (laughs) like early in the story? Yeah, he just like Like, shot his load and then for the rest of the book, he was just like, I got nothing. Well, I did I did my telepath thing already. I don't know what else you people want from me. I figured out that she's psychic, and, you know, I figured the rest of the case would basically solve itself from there. Malcolm got out of his car and walked around the crime scene, looking for clues. Suddenly, his phone rang. It was one of his fellow cops, asking him if he'd seen Nova, claiming that he'd heard that she was still alive. Malcolm told the guy that he had. That's true. Then the man. That <laughs> this is yeah. He hasn't seen Nova. <laughs> <laughs> then the man asked him where he was, claiming that he'd spotted Nova a few blocks away. Malcolm knew that couldn't be true. Oh my god! This is like what <laughs> two paragraphs? Like, <laughs> well, now to be fair, okay, to be fair, Malcolm. Okay, book AI is so far solving this case the way AI Malcolm is, which is by someone else telling, telling him, him the answer. The answer right? Okay. Just, just give it. Just giving him the answer, basically. Uh, 
The only thing Malcolm had found was a bloody footprint, not a living person. He hung up his phone and continued searching. (laughs) So, okay, so AI Malcolm has decided not to follow the tip saying, I saw her. She's nearby. (laughs) I mean, so far it's very realistic. So far it's actually surprisingly like the real Malcolm. And I like that. I like that AI Malcolm thinks thinks that this can't be Nova because he hasn't seen her. Right. R- right, right. It was then that, it was then that he noticed something interesting. In the middle of all the blood, Malcolm saw something strange. There was a piece of paper lying on the ground. As he picked it up, he realized that it was a note addressed to someone called Nova. Who the hell was Nova? Malcolm wondered. <laughs> oh my god, they like just called him and they're like, have you seen Nova? And he's like, no. No, no. Look, no, no, it's not just that they asked him. It's that they specifically said, I saw her. I saw, I saw her. She is down the street. And he's like, no, no. Someone called Nova left a note. Who the hell is Nova? <laughs> Who the hell is Nova? Uh. Again, again, about the same degree of intelligence as Book Malcolm. Oh, no. So far. All right. Here we go. Was this the name of one of Fagan's soldiers? Or maybe Nova herself? Disguised as a soldier? What? <laughs> oh no! What is happening? If, if so, why would she write such a note? What did it mean? <laughs> so, so AI Malcolm's interpretation of this, of this note addressed to Nova, is that maybe this is addressed to Nova disguising herself under the name Nova. So Nova has taken on the guise of Nova <laughs> in order to a, what a secret mo- a secret moniker so that she so that <laughs> well, okay that why, is like so why smart the... that like you can imagine Malcolm's brain like scrambling <laughs> like just being like what but see here's the thing Malcolm is psychic. So it's possible that he's getting this from a legitimate psychic intuition, right? Right. So which is the more outrageous scenario? That Malcolm has already forgotten who Nova is or that Nova is going by the code name Nova. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if you wanted to have a pseudonym, you just chose your own name. Exactly. But why does she... Okay, but here's the thing. Why does... Nova need a pseudonym as a soldier for Fagin. Oh, it's because Fagin, it's because Fagin doesn't want people to know. He wants to talk about his new psychic soldier, but doesn't want the, he doesn't want to tip the cops off that he's, that it's Nova Terra. So he gives her a code name. Yeah. Right. So Fagin, okay. So Fagin is the one who did, or wait, here's the other way of looking at it. Fagin says, all right, Fagin recruits Nova as his new soldier, right? And he's like, all right, Nova, 
you're going to be my new soldier, but I don't want to tip the cops off. So let's come up with a secret name for you that I can refer to you so that, you know, so that you'll be hidden. And then Nova thinks this because she's real smart in her brain. She goes, what about the code name Nova? And then Fagin goes, that's genius. <laughs> and because Nova's trying to tip the cops off, right? She's trying, she's, she's trying to stealth, to stealthily tip them off that yes, she is actually Nova, Nova Terra, right? Yeah. That's another, that's another possibility. Yeah. But I mean, as it's clear here, Malcolm hasn't got it. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing. He has got it because he actually came up, he got there, but not the way Nova intended. <laughs> He got there by intuiting that Nova is a codename. Right. Um, as Malcolm read the note, he suddenly felt an intense telepathic pressure coming from behind him. What could it be? He turned around and saw Nova standing right next to him. <laughs> Okay, mission solved. The end of mission the story. Mission done. It's all done. <laughs> he turned around and saw Nova standing right next to him. How did you get here? Malcolm asked. I teleported. Nova replied. <laughs> Where are we? We're just outside the Terra family mansion, Malcolm says. Why are you why why are you here? My boss sent me to find you. She wants to train you. Training? Why can't I just teleport back to my family? Nova asks. <laughs> That's a really good question. Great question, Nova. So, <laughs> so the AI has it has interpreted that as a telepath, Nova can teleport. Yeah, it's not it's not crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit weirder than I would have expected, but you know, you did put like military sci-fi in here. Well, okay, the options were military sci-fi or, you know, children's fiction, Christmas, Egypt, Magic Academy. I mean, come on. There's like, you know. Okay, these, but like I, I had to pick one of that them. That is just pirates. That is just rich I for can... like how would how would this story work in Egypt? Look, if you want, we can start this over in Egypt, okay? Well, I can go back. I can go what back is, and, and okay. What is the wildest category we could make? It is right, okay. Hang on. Let here's here's our categories. Uh, oh, in the styles of different authors: Arthur Conan Doyle, Edgar Allan Poe. But then the themes are 19th century romance. That would be good. Action archaeology. Oh, Airships, yeah. artificial intelligence, children's fiction, Christmas, dark fantasy, dragons, Egypt, general fantasy, history, horror, hunter-gatherer, magic academy, magic library, lit RPG, Mars colonization, excuse me, medieval, Military sci-fi, naval age of discovery. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be philosophy. pretty sick. Um, so philosoph philosophy, pirates, post-apocalyptic, rats. <laughs> what? Rats? rats? What? Rats? Rats? Rats. 
All right. Roman Empire, Romance of Three Kingdoms, Superheroes, Valentines, or Vikings? All right, we're going to go for um, rats. I mean, that's All right, let's weird. do All right. Hang on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna real quickly extend this story just to see kind of where this goes and if Malcolm manages to fuck this up. Uh, your boss says that the training will make you stronger, Malcolm explained, and she also said that you should trust her. <laughs> Genius. Okay, but how do we get out of here? Nova asked. You'll need to walk through the front door. That sounds easy enough, Nova said. Malcolm took out his gun and pointed it at Nova. Just don't try anything funny. <laughs> It's gone straight off the rails. Don't worry, I won't. But now that you've seen me, I want to know why you're after me. We can talk about that once we get to the mansion, Malcolm said. Um, I guess Malcolm is taking her back to the mansion. Fine, but while we wait, tell me your name. My name is Malcolm Kalurchian, and yours? Nova, Nova answered. Well, Nova, let's go to the Terra house and see what we can find out. All right, this is gone, like, totally off the rails. Um, here's what I think we should do. I think we should go back to the start of my pre-written story and then put a different theme in yeah. and see what it says. Okay. All right. All right. But can we do I it in this mean... dialogue as well? You, want me, you mean you want me to rewrite the... No, no, no. Like, the... the... Can you not put, like, oh, this is, like, theme and then style? Or no? No, it's one or the other. Oh, theme or style. okay. Yeah, yeah, it would be good, but let's let's start with rats. Let's just let's go for with, rats. Should we? Do we need to add anything to the to the text, like to the, or just just let it run let's, with rats? Let's see what it comes up with. All right, let's just see what it comes up with. In order to find Nova, Malcolm decided to go undercover and infiltrate Fagin's. Oh my game. god, this Malcolm is so smart. Maybe that's because this, of the rats. Rat Malcolm is a fucking genius. Yeah, Rat Malcolm is like way smarter than regular Malcolm. <laughs> Wait, can I? Okay, hang on. I Here's what I want to do. I want to go back and add the word rat to the name Malcolm in all, in <laughs> all uses rat, of rat Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah, Rat Malcolm. I'm just going to change his name to Rat Malcolm. Rat Malcolm Kalerchian. Uh Rat Malcolm was off very recently. Hang on. Rat Malcolm, they needed to find Nova. What Rat Malcolm didn't know. <laughs> um, of course, Rat Malcolm didn't know this yet. He would do whatever it took. Um, Rat Malcolm had to. Hurry, okay. All right, we're almost there. Okay. Rat Malcolm. Um, oh, I need to add it over here as well. Rat okay. We got it. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Before long. Okay. <clears throat> In order to find Nova, Rat Malcolm decided to go undercover and infiltrate Fagin's gang. He spent months learning everything he could about the gang from their inner circle. He gained the trust of their leader, a man named Glenn? <laughs> I'm sorry, who is Glenn? Glenn! Glenn who is our turn up. Okay. Glenn? It's, it's not uh, Fagin? It's, That's weird. It's Fagin's gang. Who does Fagin know Glenn? I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. Before long, Rat Malcolm became friends with Fagin, or excuse me, Rat Malcolm became friends with Glenn and his crew. 
It was only a matter of time before he found out where Fagin was hiding his hostages. Oh, so he's okay. using Glenn to find out what's happening with <laughs> exactly. Fagin. That's very smart. Glenn Glenn is a is a man of moral character, right? Glenn Glenn can be persuaded, you know. He can he can be brought over to the side of justice. Right. <laughs> On a rainy night. Rat Malcolm was sitting at the top of the tallest skyscraper in the city. What? Is this Fuck, a yeah, Batman, but with rats? He's Batman. <laughs> he's Batman, baby. That is amazing. Rat, rat, rat Malcolm. <laughs> uh, rat Malcolm was sitting at the top of the tallest skyscraper in the city. It was raining heavily outside, and the streets were dark and empty. As usual, there wasn't a soul around except for some rats. <laughs> Of course. <sighs> Normally, the sight of a police officer like Rat Malcolm would make the rats run away, but tonight was different. <laughs> <laughs> so when it said Batman, it was, or when it said rats, it basically just means Batman. Oh. Tonight, tonight, the rats seemed to have had enough. They had something to say. Hey, said a rat, it's not right that you're here. I'm listening, said Rat Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> so, can Rat Malcolm speak to the rats? Is it I guess, him or? I guess, like, he speaks the language of the rats and he's Rat Malcolm. He's the king of the rats. He is, he is Rat Malcolm, but it's, it's also possible that the rats can speak to everyone and Rat Malcolm just doesn't realize that. Yeah. And thinks that only he can talk to Yeah, rats. he's like special. Yeah. Right. Right. Um But see that normally the sight of a police officer like Rat Malcolm would make the rats run away makes me think that they're not on such good terms. You shouldn't be here. You should leave us alone. We don't need your protection. You think we're all scared of the monsters? No, we can take them on ourselves. <laughs> we haven't told our families about the aliens because we've believed that because we've always believed that the government will save us. But now the government doesn't seem to be doing anything. The alien ships are coming closer every day and they look bigger than ever. Their ships destroy cities left and right and none of the government seem to care. If they can't protect us, then we'll do it ourselves. Okay. This <laughs> turn into Independence Day. <laughs> This just keeps fucking going. Okay, I'm just literally hitting. <laughs> I, it's just the rats are just talking about the aliens and the government. I, are they like the conspiracy theory rats? Where they're like talking about aliens and the government? Are the like, government literally now, to think about it? It's literally now the rats are meeting with the aliens, and you guys, I like. This I specifically said that this was about finding Nova, and it's gone, it's gone way into the rats versus the aliens. Like it's super deep in rats versus aliens now. <laughs> I, like I'm, I'm just kind of clicking through these, and it's nothing but dialogue between the rats and Rat Malcolm <laughs> about how the the aliens have oppressed the rat okay. people. Like, stop this. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hang on, hang on. I I literally just clicked through about ten paragraphs okay. of rats describing alien oppression, and then and then we get to this. Enough, yelled Rat Malcolm. Is there anybody else here who knows where Fagin is hiding Nova? Oh my god, he should have said that in the book. 
<laughs> hey, look, to be fair, the book stars Malcolm, not Rat Malcolm. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Wait, rat, rat Malcolm. No, go a little Malcolm further. A little I want to see what what the what the rats say. <laughs> One of the rats raised its paw to speak. Go ahead, said Rat Malcolm. The queen, t- they mean the alien queen. The queen took Nova to a warehouse near the docks. It's a big building called the Moron Factory. <laughs> that is so good. Of course, Nova is in the Moron Factory. <laughs> the Moron Factory. <laughs> The queen has kept Nova there for months. She hasn't seen the sky since she got there. <laughs> well, to be fair, you can't see the sky when you're in the when you're in the moron factory. <laughs> the moron factory. Now, it's possible that this rat is just fucking with Rat Malcolm. That's you true. Know? That is true. Like, oh yeah, I saw her. She's at the Dickwad Palace, you know? Yeah. The Dickwad Palace. All right. That's like, like a different thing, mo- though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know more. <clears throat> I need to know more about the Moron Factory. The Queen locks Nova in her room at night. When the sun rises, she opens the door to let Nova out and lock her inside again. Thank you, Rat. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mister Mister Rat. Thank you, Rat. <laughs> that was that was literally all I needed. You went off on a whole thing about aliens, and I just needed to know that one piece of information. Thank you, Rat, said Rat Malcolm. You've been a great help. Please, go home safely. As the rats dispersed to safety, Rat Malcolm looked down at the street below. Oh yeah, I forgot he was on a rooftop. (laughs) Right, he was on a rooftop where the rats are (laughs) up on the rooftop. (laughs) The rain had stopped and the streets were dry. He had no idea if the rat's information was reliable, but he knew he couldn't waste any time. He jumped off the building and landed onto the pavement below. He ran off into the darkness and disappeared from view. So he's also just got, like, no fall damage boots. <laughs> I mean, he's a rat. It was evening. So. Rats are like... Is he a rat, though? Or is he just named Rat Malcolm? I don't know. I guess he is probably He's a probably rat. a rat. I mean, honestly, rats do seem indestructible. So maybe he's just co-opted the... Powers of an indestructible rat. I doubt a rat if you threw a rat off a skyscraper. I doubt it would survive. <laughs> I, yeah. I would like to think it survived, though. But yes, okay. It was, it was evening. Rat Malcolm was walking through the city, following the directions given to him by the rat. He had arrived at the warehouse, and as he expected, he saw a large open space with rows of shelves stacked high with boxes. Um, let me jump in here. Because this is describing it as a warehouse. <laughs> and it may and it may in fact be a warehouse. Yeah. But I was told that this is the moron factory. <laughs> so I'm going to replace the word warehouse with moron factory. Okay. And we'll let the simulation continue. Okay. In the middle of the factory was a massive metal structure that reminded Rat Malcolm of an octopus. Okay. Rat Malcolm crept down a dark alley to reach the front of the moron factory. There was nobody around, so he knew he could sneak inside without being spotted. He stepped toward the entrance, but he heard voices from inside. 
Hurry up, Nova, said a voice. We've been waiting for ages. Well, I'm not going anywhere until you give me what I want, replied Nova. What do you want? asked the man. I want my freedom, that's what I want. <laughs> Your freedom? Is that all? No, that's just the start. Wait, so she's not going anywhere until she gets her freedom. Yes, Nova, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is Rat Nova? I mean, I don't know. Well, she's all talking right. to a man. So this is human to human, surely. I guess this is, all right, I guess this is human to human. Um, uh, I, I just, you know, it occurred to me just now that Book Malcolm and AI Malcolm and Rat Malcolm have so far all solved the story by being told by another person exactly where Nova is. <laughs> I mean, are we, are we sure at this point that Keith is really the author of our book? <laughs> Well, but here's the thing, right? We've... Okay. The point of all of this was to run the AI simulation and find out whether there's anything Malcolm could have done better in his investigation. That is true. Right? And so far, the AI continues to tell us that the only thing Malcolm can do is wait for another person to tell him exactly where Nova is. Wait, so what if what would happen if we run it through the AI simulation of Arthur Conan Doyle? Because obviously Arthur oh. Conan Doyle is about the greatest detective alive. So That's interesting. That's interesting. So Or yeah. Egypt. Or Egypt. <laughs> Uh, let me all right I'll, we'll go back and we'll do arthur conan doyle but i am curious what uh what malcolm uh it, or if rat malcolm finds anything else okay uh, malcolm okay no let's see nova's chained up inside the moron factory uh there's a huge metal cage it's shaped like a spider web with holes for nova to breathe through oh weird uh, the cables stretched across the factory. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is, is basically just, again, this is just Batman. Um, this is, this is just Batman. Mal Mal Rat Malcolm just points a gun at, at the guy, uh, holding her up and <laughs> my, my name is Rat Malcolm Kalerchian and I'm a policeman. All right. <laughs> that is like the least intimidating thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> Good good evening, kind criminal. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Rat Malcolm Kalerchi. I am Ratman. Um, and Ratman. Exactly. And I am a um, policeman. <laughs> I'm a policeman is like, yeah, not anything that an actual policeman in a like superhero type situation. Like even say. British police do not say, stop, good sir, I am a policeman. Like no yeah. one would say that. It is me with with law enforcement. Um. Okay. So rats was good. I rat the rat Malcolm and the moron. Can, all right. Here. Can I say this? Yeah. Can we work the, the moron, moron factory, factory into, into the original? Gonna, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Which one did we want to go with? We have Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, we have Naval Age of Discovery. Um, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Any of these are good. Do you want to start with 
Arthur Conan Doyle? Yeah, let's find out if, like, there's a model whereby Malcolm is a great detective. I mean, we we tried rats, but, like, which is vaguely Batman-esque, but, like, yeah. I don't know if, like, Batman is more known these days for being a punchy man. So. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm changing everything back to Malcolm like normal, but for the Fagin description, I'm going to say Fagin was a sadistic drug lord who had forced Nova to work for him as a soldier, killing his enemies using her telepathic powers. Now he was keeping her in the moron factory, which was his secret hideout. Okay. So we're going to keep the moron factory. And other than that, we're going to go back to the start in the style of Arthur Conan Doyle. Great. All right. Okay. Let's go. Machine. Take it away. In order to find Nova, Malcolm decided to go undercover as a worker at the Moron Factory. Okay, similar to Rat Malcolm. Okay. His plan was to get himself assigned there and then use his telepathy to help him find Nova. That is actually a really good plan. Pretty good. Pretty good. The Moron Factory was a factory where prisoners were made. It's just all day making morons. You know, <laughs> who then go the to prison? Be, the, the, no, no, they are already prisoners. So it's like they're just making prison people to live in the prison. Here's the thing Sherlock Malcolm, in our version of this story, has already solved all crime. So there are no more prisoners anymore for the jails. Right. So now they need so now they need to make new ones. This is amazing. Right? What what a turn up for the books. Because otherwise who would go into those jails? Of course. Because he's so good. <clears throat> All the crimes are gone. The Moron Factory was a factory where prisoners were made. Prisoners had to labor 10 hours per day, 6 days a week for an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> They worked inside the factory, making weapons and equipment for Fagin. They never got a break. Uh, they only had one meal every few days. Wow. wow. If they tried to escape, they were shot in the head. Many prisoners had escaped already, but they all mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, that's the definition of escaping, actually. Uh, okay. You you must be joking, said Malcolm to one of the guards. <laughs> That's amazing. How did, how did Malcolm get there? There's no, no, there's no part where they explain him actually going there and then meeting one of the guards. He just turns up and says, you must be joking. <laughs> Malcolm decided to go undercover as a worker at the Moron Factory. It's all right there. <laughs> I don't know what else there is you to say. You must be joking. Okay. About what? Is that is is Malcolm exasperated by the one meal every few days or the... Are all of them the, mysteriously disappearing, maybe? The, only the ones that have escaped. Yeah, the escaped, disappeared people. Okay. You must be joking, said Malcolm to one of the guards. We're not allowed to leave here? <clears throat> No, you're not, mister. You hear me. You hear me? No one leaves this place. Not even your family. Okay. <laughs> Malcolm, <laughs> sure. 
Malcolm looked around the place. It was filled with hundreds of soldiers. Some of them were chained to the floor, while others were working away. None of them seemed happy. How did they get here? asked Malcolm. They don't have families, mister. <laughs> what? But I thought this was the moron factory. Wait, is it? Okay, it is morons and prisoners and soldiers. Okay. All under one roof at the moron factory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And they don't, none of, let's be clear, none of them have families. Sure. Let's fast right. forward and figure out how Malcolm meets Nova. All right. <clears throat> he noticed one soldier who was standing up straight and looking very proud of himself. Tell me about him, said Malcolm. Why? Because he looks like a strong man. Hang on, my cat is making some noise. All right. Strong? Yes, very strong. At this point, Malcolm realized he wouldn't get anything useful from the other prisoners. <laughs> okay. He needed to talk to someone who was important to Fagin. And since Fagin owned the Moron Factory, that meant talking to the boss. Who's the leader here? Asked Malcolm. <laughs> That's always the best question to ask. Again, the fact that Malcolm doesn't know who is the owner of the... Does he know? Well, maybe he doesn't know that Fagin is the owner of the Moron Factory yet. Uh, one of the guards pointed to a man standing next to the door. I'll see if I can get you an audience, said the guard. He walked over to the man and told him that Malcolm was there to speak to him. All right, all right, said the man. Come in. Malcolm entered the room. Fagin was sitting behind a desk, staring down at the papers on it. Hi, Fagin, said Malcolm. Oh, no need to call me boss. Just Fagin will do. <laughs> <laughs> Fagin's not, not, not too bright either. All right. All right, Fagin. This sounds like a scene out of the, the Naked Gun or something. Yeah, like, hi, Fagin. Oh, no need to call me boss. Just Fagin will do. <laughs> oh, all right, Fagin. Well, well, well. Hey, I'm going to give Fagin. Fagin needs, like, a silly voice. Oh, need no need to call me boss. Just Fagin will do. All right, Fagin. Well, well, well. What's this? A new recruit? Not exactly, said Malcolm. My name is Malcolm Kalurchian, and I'm a member of the Tarsanus police force. Hmm, said Fagin. A cop? <laughs> yeah, no shit, Fagin. No shit. <clears throat> a cop? That's interesting. I've heard some things about you, Mr. Kalurchian. I hear you're a real hard ass. It's a good thing you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> My hard ass. I'm glad you mentioned my hard ass because I have a related thing about my hard ass to tell you. The, the next thing I'm going to say is relevant to you bringing that up. <laughs> it's a good thing you mentioned that because I have a very important case to tell you about. It involves a missing girl named Nova Terra. Fagin let out a laugh. Nova, don't make me laugh. She's just an easy target. No one cares about her. But she's much too valuable to kill. <laughs> what? It's kind of it's kind of the opposite of what you just said, Fagin. Yeah, yeah. So I'll keep her alive for now. But you still haven't explained why I'm here. Fagin stood up and walked over to Malcolm. Malcolm tried to back away, but he couldn't move fast enough. 
Fagin grabbed hold of Malcolm and slapped him across the face. <laughs> Listen carefully to me, Kalurchian, said Fagin. You are a police officer. You work for the government. <laughs> Malcolm's like, yes, I do. Yeah, I, we've, we've talked about it. We keep circling back on things we've already discussed. You work for the government, so you should act. You should start acting like it. Do you understand me? Now, I know you don't want to cooperate with me because you think I'm a criminal. What? Well, gu well guess what? I own this planet. What? <laughs> I, I'm the most powerful person in the universe. What? What is going on? That's impossible, said Malcolm. Uh... uh I think it. I think it's confused now. That's impossible," said oh, Malcolm. Wait, no, Fagin said that. No, Fagin said, "Now you don't want to cooperate with me because you think I'm a criminal." Okay. Well, guess what? I own this planet. I'm the most powerful person in the universe. Okay. Okay, got it. That's impossible," said Malcolm. No, it isn't," said Fagin. All I have to do is threaten to kill the president. Okay, now it has gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah, now we're get now we're getting into Arthur Conan Doyle shit right now. <laughs> kill the president. Arthur Conan <laughs> Doyle never saw the president. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him to cut you as a president. Remember the Sherlock Holmes story where Sherlock Holmes has to save the U.S. president? Don't you remember when Sherlock Holmes battled terrorists off the Air Force One? Oh my god. <laughs> All I have to do is threaten to kill the president. Then she has to do what I say. If I want something, I just have to tell her and it gets done. This is my world now, Kalurchian, and I'm the master of it. Good job, AI, putting a putting a female president into this, this uh into this story. yeah like i mean i guess this ai doesn't understand sexism <laughs> this ai is the purest form of intelligence indeed malcolm knew that fagin was bluffing and there was nothing he could do about it so he decided to play along with fagin okay all right i like it that's an approach he's like, like i'll it. kill the president for you fagin <laughs> What can I do for you, Fagin? asked Malcolm. I want you to arrest Nova Terra. Sure, no problem. Good. Now go get her. Oh, mission accomplished. Mal mission accomplished. Malcolm arrest Nova. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. Let's see if that's where it goes. Malcolm got up and left the office. He started walking toward the elevator. As he reached the, con the control panel, the doors opened and a guard stepped in. Where are you going, mister? asked the guard. To see Nova. The guard looked confused. But she's in the moron factory. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you can see her right now. Don't worry about that, said Malcolm. I have a way to get into the, into the moron factory without using the elevators or any of the regular entrances. I thought they were in the moron factory. Look, no, Fagin's office is adjacent to the moron factory. Okay. okay. It's, it's like, a, uh, you know, like a, uh, like one of, the, like one of those, um, you know, portable office things, right. That they have like outside of porta cabin. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Porta cabin. Okay. Exactly. Then it's porta cabin. Um, 
Well, if you're not coming back, then you won't be needing this anymore, said the guard. Here's your gun. Thanks, said Malcolm. You're welcome. All right, now it's British. <laughs> now, now, it's, now it's introducing the, the British pleasantries of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. The guard turned around and began to walk toward the elevator. Wait, said Malcolm. Do you know how to get into the moron factory? Yeah, sure, said the guard. Just follow these stairs all the way to the bottom floor. Then go through the big double doors and you're there. Great, said Malcolm. Thank you. No problem. Wait, I just explained how difficult it was to get into the moron factory. And now he's just like, go through the double doors or in the moron factory. You know, for, for people of the intelligence of, of uh, I gotta say, so far, so far is Sherlock Malcolm, would you say Sherlock Malcolm is more intelligent than our other AI Malcolms? I, I actually think Sherlock Malcolm has been more intelligent. So far, I gotta say, yeah, like, he's played along with Fagin's plan to, in order to, like... He infiltrated the Moron factory. He pretended yeah. like he was someone who was supposed to be there. Then he saw Fagin, and then he successfully yeah. negotiated Fagin into doing something. And then he agreed to go along with Fagin's plan, and now he's going to arrest Nova, which is, like, his goal. So he's been pretty much straightforward, right? right? Pretty straightforward, pretty straightforward. Malcolm gets into the elevator and presses the button for the basement. The car began to descend. When they arrived at the basement, Malcolm pushed the button marked Moron Factory. <laughs> that is vital. Because if you that, don't press the Moron Factory you, button, you don't get that's to the a Moron key, Factory. That's a key mistake that a lot of people make when they're <laughs> attempting to get to the Moron Factory. You don't know how many people have come back to me and said, which button am I supposed to push? <laughs> I have to walk them all the way back and then... Tell them the button that says Moron Factory. Well, you know, there's a well-known saying, how do you get to the Moron Factory? Press the button, press the button, press the button. <laughs> how do you get to Carnegie Man, Hall? There's a fable. Press the button on the elevator there's that says a... Carnegie Hall. That's, that's, that's what you need. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, you, you remember that fable where a man is walking down the street and stops, a, or a man is driving in his car and stops a stranger on the street and says, uh, "How do you get to How do you get to Carnegie Hall?" And the man says, uh, <laughs> "And the man says, just follow these stairs all the way down to the bottom floor, <laughs> then go through the big double doors, and you're there. Uh, <laughs> then walk to the elevator. Oh, when the door is open, the guard, the guy follows him." Wait until you get to the bottom level, he says, then go straight ahead and open the door to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> you know, remember that classic, that classic saying? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it, really. I mean, um. uh, I, I gotta know, I gotta know a little bit more about Sherlock Malcolm's uh, uh, investigation. He opened the door. He came to the double doors leading into the Moron Factory. He opened the door and found himself standing in a huge room filled with rows of computer consoles. Each had a large monitor on it. At each console, people sat behind the monitors and watched as their programs ran. They were monitoring security cameras. Uh, at the far end of the room was a tall metal cage. In the cage was a young woman wearing thick glasses. She looked at Malcolm with frightened eyes. Nova, said Malcolm, I've come to save you. Who are you? asked Nova. My name is Malcolm Kalurchian. I'm a police detective from Tarsanus. Tarsanus? Yes, Nova. I'm from another world. Whoa. 
Wow. Another world? Yes, another world, said Malcolm. Nova shook her head. No, that's not possible. But if you really are a detective, maybe you can help me. Of course I can, said Malcolm. Tell me what happened. It was six days ago. I was sitting in the library when suddenly the lights went out. The emergency generators kicked in, but they didn't seem to work. So then what happened? Well, I heard some screams. Then the alarm system went off and the security guards rushed into the room with guns drawn. How did you escape? asked Malcolm. The guards shot at me, so I ran away, said Nova. But when I tried to use the lift, the doors wouldn't open. Because you needed to use the Moron Factory button. You need to, like, yeah, press press not Moron Factory on the elevator. Exactly. Not, yeah, not the Moron Factory. Exactly. Uh, And that's why you're here, said Malcolm. That's right, said Nova. I've been stuck in the Moron Factory ever since. I don't know how long I'm going to survive. There's no water, no food. It's just like death. I'm sorry to hear that, said Malcolm, but I'll see what I can do to get you out of there. Really? said Nova. But what if you can't? You shouldn't worry, said Malcolm. I may not look it, but I'm a very good detective. <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. Remember in remember in Starcraft Ghost Nova when Malcolm continues to insist to people that he's a very good detective? I mean <laughs> no one would believe him. <laughs> No one would believe him, for sure. Uh, at least Sherlock Malcolm is, like, kind of doing something, right? Yeah, like, like, he's he's actually pretty proactive. Like, he's been, like, initiating things and asking people stuff, which is kind of amazing, right? Compared to our uh, regular Malcolm, obviously. Alright, this next bit may... Uh, undercut our sense of Malcolm as being a highly intelligent person. Malcolm walked over to the nearest console. He took out his police badge and placed it on top of the keyboard. The monitor went black. Hello, said Malcolm. I would like to report a crime. (laughs) What did the computer... He, like, turned the computer off and asked if he could report the crime. Here's what we've learned from this. Malcolm has... Big boomer energy. Yeah, yeah, he really does. He's like, hello, I am a policeman. <laughs> hello. I'm I I'm trying to use the cybernet to talk to the police station. I'm Malcolm Kalerchian and I'm a detective. Could someone on the internet send my message to to prison jail? Dear internet. I Dear am a policeman. Internet, Please do send... what I say or I will arrest you. <laughs> Please send some of my colleagues to the moron factory to pick <laughs> me up. <laughs> the screen flickered back to life. On the screen was a man with dark hair. He wore a white lab coat. Who are you? asked the man. My name is Malcolm Kalerchian, said Malcolm. Are you an employee of this facility? No, said Malcolm. I'm a police officer from Tarsonis. Oh, said the man. In that case, you have no authority to make any arrests. Wow. I guess that's... That's true. I guess that's... I don't know if that's... What... What is... What is... Like, what is... Where is this thing going? I don't... Okay. 
it's now it's describing like the man in the lab coat is is like okay I, this is off the rails this is off the rails um can we I, i'm curious i want to go back to where malcolm tries to report a crime to the monitor um i'm gonna add all right malcolm tries to report a crime to the monitor um Nothing happened. I'm, I'm I'm typing this now. Nothing happened because that's not how computers work. I'm curious okay. what the machine does with this. Okay. Malcolm tries to report a crime. Nothing happened because that's not how computers work. Computers don't talk. They aren't alive. <laughs> Computer, <laughs> said Malcolm, please turn yourself on. The irony of, of an AI generating this story is is pretty rich suddenly a red light flashed on the monitor a screen came up showing malcolm kalurchian's police id what wow okay. okay what happened said nova i activated your computer said malcolm oh i got it said nova you must be a very powerful detective i thought she was gonna say you must be a very powerful wizard <laughs> We can make it say that. <laughs> Let's make it say that. Okay. Le- the <laughs> the AI did generate, oh, I got it, said Nova. You must be a very powerful detective. Not really, said Malcolm, which I think is pretty funny. But we're going to change detective to wizard. <laughs> Not really. Oh, I, I got it, said Nova. You must be a very powerful wizard. Not really, said Malcolm. I just have a lot of experience working with computers. <laughs> okay. I, a lot of us people who work in tech do re- do refer to ourselves as wizards. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a common. It's a common thing. It's true. Um. All right. Malcolm's coding. <laughs> Malcolm is. He's coding. Typing to- Wow, said Nova, that looks complicated. It's not that bad, said Malcolm. In fact, I wrote most of these programs myself. Wow, we have turned him into an absolute genius. A fucking... in This Malcolm has the intelligence of like 500 of our previous Malcolms. <laughs> well, that's surprising, said Nova. Why would an ordinary policeman know how to write computer programs? I'm not an ordinary policeman, said Malcolm. I'm a secret agent for the Ministry of Security. Wait, he's changed jobs again? Again? Secret Agent Kalurchian, shouted Fagin. What are you doing in here? (laughs) Fagin Fagin stormed into the room. He was carrying two laser pistols. Now, now listen, now listen, Kalurchian, said Fagin. There's nothing you can do to save this little bitch. Perhaps what? not, said Malcolm, but at least I can make things easier for both of us. What are you talking about, said Fagin. I can bring this whole place down around your head, said Malcolm. I can shut the power grid off, and you won't have any way to escape. I don't believe you, said Fagin. Let's go outside, said Malcolm. I want to show you something. Wait, Malcolm okay, now led... it's changed genre. <laughs> it's, this is like... This is all going all sorts of place. Okay, they're talking about how many guards are in the Moron Factory. Malcolm apparently killed a bunch of guards and took their weapons. And Kara, is this Arthur Conan Doyle? This style? is definitely laser pistols? not. No. You remember the laser pistols <laughs> bit? I'm well, sure. Well, well, start going on about the president. I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Does the AI know what Arthur Conan Doyle maybe wrote? Maybe it doesn't know what Arthur Conan Doyle is. Or maybe it hasn't had enough Arthur Conan Doyle fed into it to actually know how he writes. That's also possible. Yeah. Can we can we step back and do a different uh, theme? Sure. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah? Okay. Um, I... Which one we have... Which one can we try? We have... Uh, 19th century romance, airships, Christmas, Egypt, uh, hunter-gatherer, magic library, Mars colonialization, naval age of discovery, pirates, uh, romance of the three kingdoms. What are you feeling? I want the naval one. Naval age of discovery. Got it. All right. We're just going to run all the same simulation as before. In order to find Nova, Malcolm decided to take an unconventional route. Instead of going straight to the Moron Factory, he would go under he would go undercover into Fagin's gang. Alright. Okay. The AI has only one uh solution here, and that's to go to undercover. go undercover. There's like no other <laughs> <laughs> the AI doesn't know any other way. It's like Basically, what the AI is saying at this point is, Malcolm, you should have gone undercover. Yeah, like, and I actually think that that is a wise decision by the AI. It is, but here's the thing. Maybe it would have, maybe going undercover would find Nova. But would it find Nova in quicker than the six months that it took Book Malcolm to do it? Wow. Because... Critically, Malcolm did succeed. It just took him six months. Yeah, but like, so here's the thing. He was doing it as a policeman. So he was like wandering around the gutter, a place that hates cops, going, do you know anything about a thing that like I really want? And they're all just like, no, you know, go away. You're a cop. So like, yeah, if you just dressed in a shabby old trench coat and wandered around asking for drugs, he probably would have found out pretty quickly what's happened, right? But he didn't do that. So Here's, okay, but let's, let's, we have an AI and we can stretch the limits of reality here with this, right? Yeah. Here's what I think, here's what I think we should do. I'm going to ch- change this last sentence that of our prompt. Instead of Instead of just leading into Malcolm going and solving the crime, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say, in the end, Malcolm found Nova in merely 20 minutes. Here's how he did it. Now I'm prompting our AI to really tighten the, the, the time frame. Right. Right? So let's try this, because I am curious if this puts the AI under any pressure. And again, our theme is Naval Age of Discovery. In the end, Malcolm found Nova in merely 20 minutes. Here's how he did it. Malcolm's eyes scanned the room. Okay, what room are we in? It looked like an ordinary office. A desk sat at the center of a large room with several chairs scattered around the walls, but there were no windows and the only light came from a single lamp in the corner. 
The door opened behind Malcolm. Nova entered, carrying a bag full of equipment. <laughs> well, I guess this is one way of solving it. Is Nova, Nova just finds walks, you? <laughs> Nova just kind of walks right on in. Malcolm doesn't find her. Just Nova just finds Malcolm at the end. Nova finds, yeah. That's as the saying goes. You know, uh, don't you go looking for Nova. Nova's going to find you. Yeah, that's the saying. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Nova entered, carry, let's find out what this is going. Nova entered carrying a bag full of equipment. She was wearing a white tank top under a black hoodie, and she was holding a gun in her hand. I'm sorry, said Nova. You won't get me. Malcolm stared at her. How could she possibly think she was going to survive? In seconds, he was going to pounce on her. Nova smirked, then took out a pair of goggles and put them on. A hologram appeared in front of her. It was a map of Tarsanus and its surrounding areas. It also showed various buildings. Who are you? asked Malcolm. I don't know, said Nova. <laughs> then why are we here in a building that doesn't exist? <laughs> because I need to get away from Fagin, replied Nova. Why? He's going to kill me. Malcolm frowned. He couldn't believe what he was hearing. You're not dying today, Nova. Not until I've solved your case. What the fuck is going on? How is this <laughs> naval age of discovery? Uh, I don't think our jobs are at all at risk, Tammy. We will have to make bespoke stories <laughs> for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I don't. It's good for us, but it's bad for law enforcement, who yeah. doesn't have the the who is perhaps not able to use AI to engineer creative and intelligent solutions to law enforcement problems as we would well have as we've seen. The only two solutions to a crime are the following: <laughs> one, go undercover. <laughs> <laughs> And two, have the missing person arrive in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how Malcolm solved all his other crimes, you know? Maybe. Like how Malcolm is like how Malcolm is this guy at the PPF who's like everyone's oh man, he solves all the crimes. He's so great. Maybe the people he's looking for just show up at his front door. Yeah. And that just frequently tends to happen for some reason, you know? Yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, um, uh, that, this has not been I, naval at all. Um, this hasn't been naval at all. You know what I think we should do? What? I want to end this off. I'm going to cut our whole... I'm going to cut everything in here, okay? And I think... I want to learn a little bit about the Moron Factory. But I also want to learn about someone that we've discussed... The Moron Factory is run, I would say, the Moron Factory was a factory run by Shitty Billy, who was the worst human being alive. Shitty Billy, Shitty, Shitty Billy was the worst human being alive, 
Um, but he was also incredibly good looking. <laughs> so he always got away with being so shitty. People always Here. said to him, Shitty Billy, you are a piece of ass. <laughs> People were always telling him that he was a real piece of ass. Here, Shitty Billy, Shitty Billy ran the Moron Factory. How how does he run the Moron? Like what like what what style does Shitty Billy run the Moron Factory? Um, like, like is he like an iron fisted kind of leader, or is he is he a compassionate? I feel like he is lazy. Shitty Billy ran the Moron Factory. Uh, with a lazy and uh, uninterested managerial style. <laughs> Here is the story of Shitty Billy and the Moron Factor. Okay, but like, what theme are we gonna put on this? Oh man, Christmas! <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> yes. Christmas it is, baby. One day, while Shitty Billy was on his lunch break at the more at the Moron Factory, in parentheses, the most important company in all of New York City. <laughs> I, I like that we I like that we told it Christmas, and immediately the system is like New York, baby. <laughs> he saw two guys who looked like they had just walked off the set of The Godfather. Okay. They weren't dressed in suits or anything, which would have been slightly weird since this was an office building, but they did look like mobsters. Shitty Billy thought it was strange, because he knew no one dressed like that worked for him. Shitty Billy decided to walk over and ask them if they needed any work done. He figured these guys probably didn't have the skills necessary to do their jobs properly, and Shitty Billy wanted to hire someone else so he could steal all of their money. Shitty Billy was going through a lot of cash lately because he was having trouble paying his employees' salaries. That does sound like Shitty Billy. It does, yeah. I'll give you five bucks to go down there and kill those two guys, said Shitty Billy. <laughs> okay. Is this, a, is this a Christmas story? <laughs> you can cut out their hearts and eat them? What? what the this has really gone off. Five dollars, exclaimed the mobster. That's not even worth my time. I'm not killing $5 anyone. Five dollars to kill someone? What is this? Well, then, this economy well, then why don't you... is terrible. Shitty Billy then says, well, why don't you just fuck off then? <laughs> well, that's the end of that story. This is a Christmas story. The mobs, I need to I need to stick with this until it gets to Christmas. Okay, I need to know how the AI intends to work this back into Christmas. The mobster stared at Shitty Billy angrily. Then something very interesting happened. Out of nowhere, the mobster's eyes started to glow red and they began to grow. Ooh, their bodies grew larger and longer until they were about six feet tall. Then, when the men were about 300 feet tall, they turned into giant fire-breathing dragons. 
Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Said Shitty Billy. This is some Christmas story. This is. Do you remember? Do you remember on Christmas Eve when Grandmama used to sit with us around the hearth and, and, and then tell us turn the story. into a giant fire breathing dragon? Tell us the story of Shitty Billy. Okay, hang on. I, I'm just going to click through a bunch of these until we get to the Christmas part. All right, the dragons are trying to kill Shitty Billy. Uh, why did he do this? The answer was a mysterious man named Michael. Uh, the apartment. What the fuck is this? Oh, right, Michael this lives is... opposite the Moron Factory. Um... All right, this is all just nonsense. Uh, I'm gonna go back to Shitty Billy running, uh, one Christmas, I just have to get to Christmas real quick. One Christmas Eve. One, one, Shitty Billy ran the Moron Factory with a lazy and uninterested managerial style. One Christmas Eve, after having too much to drink, Shitty Billy decided to get into some mischief. Oh, nice. Nice. He went into his office where he found one of the cleaning ladies, Uh-oh. Rosie, and, and her son, Bobby. They had been tasked with putting up some decorations on the tree, but they had fallen asleep while working on it. While the two slept, Shitty Billy took their picture and posted it as an advertisement for the company's Christmas party? Shit, Bobby is my little helper, said Rosie, and he has helped me a lot over the years. Shitty Billy laughed. He's not helping you at all. He's sleeping. That's what people do when they're tired. All right. Rosie's threatening to kill. Rosie slaps Shitty Billy (laughs) and threatens to kill him. I don't... (laughs) This is awful. This is god awful. This is god awful. Oh my god. All right. This is the worst Christmas story I've ever heard in my entire life. I... All right. All right. We can stop now, right? <laughs> I feel like Shitty Billy did not really get anywhere with this uh, Christmas story. Okay. Here's the thing, though. All right. We set up Shitty Billy as being the worst human being alive. Yeah. The AI couldn't even turn that into a good Christmas story. I mean, you know what you'd, I mean? yeah. You'd think that. It has one major template for that kind of Christmas story. And it didn't even do that. Every Hallmark Christmas movie, it like so many of them are about, oh, here's this uptight lawyer who has forgotten the real meaning of Christmas. You know, well, because they're all like retellings of Scrooge, you know, like. Right. Scrooge is the quintessential Christmas story. Scrooge, Shitty Billy is Scrooge. It is Ebenezer Scrooge. That's the basic template. It's all you have to do is have a ghost show up and get Shitty Billy to correct the error of his ways. But uh, uh, Shitty Billy is so shitty that our AI can't even do that, right? Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Scrooge is at least kind of redeemable. Shitty Billy is just too much. Yeah. Um, that's much worse than I realized initially. Like, I know we talked about how bad of a human being Shitty Billy is, but this is, this is something. For sure. This is really something. Also, who takes photos of people when they're, when they're asleep? 
of his cleaning lady of his like and her son? workers like that's weird don't do that wow this is the worst billy, christmas movie i've ever suck. seen billy fuck you shitty billy <laughs> and on that um, note <laughs> well thanks for joining us everyone <laughs> we learned a lot today uh Kara, what do you think is the most important thing we learned today um don't go to the moron factory just have the missing person turn up at your house but the thing is nova was always at the moron factory anytime that malcolm did go to the moron factory nova was there well i mean then probably the answer is just say that she's at the moron factory case solved and then right. go to sleep. He, okay there's there's one of two options. Yeah. Either Nova shows up in front of you, uh-huh. or she's at the Moron Factory. Right. Yeah. There's really no other solution. You either go undercover to the Moron Factory, or you just let her appear. Yeah. Right. So those were two. Those were Malcolm's two major errors. You'd think though so, that in, in a Moron Factory, factory yeah. if you get put there, yeah. then everyone's a moron. You can but just leave. You can too. just leave. You're a mor- no, you're a moron. If you go to the moron factory, you're a moron. But like she got taken there. She didn't go there. And she that's wasn't been, created been, there. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is the moron factory is like um it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, I see. So if right? you go there, you're you are the caliber that it's asking for. Yeah, there's like a a moronic gravitational pull. Okay. That it has, right? And you it's it's like a you wouldn't end up in the moron factory if you weren't a moron. Here's my question. Did the okay. AI make up the moron factory? <laughs> or did someone put that in as a wild card into the system? Because I I don't know how we could possibly know the answer to that question. It seems to me that someone is having a laugh, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if I Google the moron factory, there are some results that come up, but nothing substantial. Okay. Nothing like defining. Right. Being, this is the moron factory. It does seem um, a little bit spicy for an AI, though. I know. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's a good name for a hideout for criminals. <laughs> yeah. So if we've got any criminals listening to this podcast, the next time you are thinking of naming your criminal hideout, why not the Moron Factory? <laughs> um. Well, I think we learned a lot today, and I hope that the Tarsanas Police Force is able to use this valuable information in order to, uh, you know, assist with their future investigations. Yep. And uh, um, hey, we didn't read any pages of the book today. <laughs> we read zero pages of the book. We are still on page 290 of StarCraft Ghost Nova. Um. We're very close to the end. I mean, this is, again, a 300-page book, and we are on page 290, so we are really threatening. <laughs> We're really threatening to actually finish we are, reading this We book. are threatening, but it, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a, a threat to, you know... It's eluded, it, us, it's eluded us once again. Yeah. 
Maybe we're the morons. You know, you ever wake up in the morning and think, just get me to the moron factory. <laughs> Do you ever wake up in the morning and think, is this the moron factory? <laughs> Am I the moron factory? Uh, well, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, I guess we met a new character today, like Glenn, Glenn! and uh, Glenn, the leader of Fagin's gang. Oh my gosh! <laughs> also, the rats, Glenn and, and the, the rats. alien queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosie, the cleaning lady. Um. Anyway, this has been fun. Uh, Kara, uh, is that it? Are we done? <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Um, thanks to our AI for helping us out today. And thanks to Malcolm for finding Nova, you know? Uh, and thank you, listening at home. Thank and you. And thanks, Keith. Thanks, Keith.